Some viewers may find the following video disturbing. Viewer discretion is advised. Yeah. Perfect Plex Radio. We about to go live on them. Mike Knox. That's with three X's because he's hardcore. Are y'all ready? We about to give y'all something special. You ready? Let's go! At the money, now you're all what you getting in? Perfect Flex Radio, got him listening. Mike Knox, from Cena to the Rock, or whatever wrestler is hot. News and interviews, this a one-stop shop. Matter of fact, let me give you more choices. You can call in and be the voice with the voiceless. So what you waiting on? Let's get it cracking. Let's talk wrestling, that's enough rapping. <laughs> Perfect Plex Radio, simply, we about to give y'all something special, you ready, let's go, and people, 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 welcome, oh I say welcome, you are welcome to come sit in and enjoy Unpopular Reviews, Perfect Plex Talk Radio. I am your host, Mike Knox. And indeed, I spelled my name with three X's. Because like the season premiere, episode 3,025. Oh my God, 3,025. We already just, it seems like we just had the, the, the Andre Three Stacks episode. And we just keep rising to the top. While my people say, give me all you got, give me all you got. How about them, how about them Cowboys? Oh, hell no. Yep. How about them Philadelphia Eagles, baby? The undefeated NFC East regular season champions so far. Let's just stop right there. Let everybody get you. Let's get our thongs in a bunch. Because it's only the first month of the season, people. Let's just relax. Let's play some real contenders. Both squads. The whole NFC East, as a matter of fact. I heard a conversation today on the four letter about is the NFC East the best division in football? <laughs> How can the NFC East be the best division in football? It's the, they got a lot more to prove to me. And I'm a fan. I'm here for my birds. I think my birds are that damn good. But we're going to still pump the brakes. But it's a wrestling show. And we're going to talk professional wrestling. We're going to talk today on the world we're gonna talk about because we, we've had these drafts you know man nobody's here with me now right so i'm like i'm talking to you my people comment below let me know and while you comment below let me know let's thank everybody who's behind the scenes mr king vaughn jr 720 on the twitter the victorious one storm up podcast Check him out. Holding me down my eyes, cons to the Ayatollahs and rock and rollers and a lot more rolling. Keep rolling with the homies. We're talking wrestling today, people. And we tripping because we ain't having a good time. Listen, Extreme Rules is Saturday night. And I'm looking at this card. I'm like, there's no, like, I know I made the card that has like Roman on it. But let's look at it. There's the card right there. Raw Women's Champion Bianca Belair versus Bailey in a ladder match. I'm here for that. SmackDown Women's Champion Liv Morgan versus Ronda Rousey in Extreme Rules match. Okay, okay. Match of the night should be match of the year. 
Matt Riddle versus Seth freaking Rollins inside the fight pit. We, all about them cakes. Daniel Cormier, Drew McIntyre, Killian Cross strap match, Edge Finn Balor, I quit match. Edge ain't finna say I quit. Is he? The Brawl and Bruce versus Imperium on a team old-fashioned Donnie Brook match? Like, come on. I'm here for this, man. I'm here for this. Are you here for this? I'm here for this today. I'm here for it. It is right there. You go watch us on YouTube. Listen to us on iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Unpopular Review. We appreciate you. But today, uh, extreme rules. I'm going to say this much. I'm just sending a couple, just getting this out there to people. People, so I appreciate you. I, I got to say this. Like, I'm proud. We talked about last week. We talked about last week. Triple H or Tony Khan, who we trust more. And I said, well, it's kind of simple. I still trust Tony, although he gave me a really shitty AEW Dynamite and Rampage this week. People, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, I gave them all the praises last week. But Rampage and Dynamite was some ass. It wasn't even, it was, it was homegrown. Okay? And I didn't like it. We're gonna talk about that too in this week in wrestling. But what I what I want to turn my attention to that was good this week is the fact when I look at this card, when I look at extreme rules for the first time in a long time. I feel like I have an extreme rules pay-per-view. Do y'all see this? Do y'all see the matches that I just told you is going to be there? I just read them to you all. It's right there. It's right there. Ladder match. Extreme rules match. So what is, you know, whatever. The, 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 the fight pit. Strap match. I quit. Downey Brook. Tell me. Tell me what you want. Tell me what you need. What else can you ask for besides the tribal chief, right? You still have no tribal chief. There's no world title being defended. Let's go ahead and pick on that. We can pick on that. Hell, I pick on it. What? So what? Did you see Rampage? <laughs> Did you see Dynamite? Okay. So we, I, I, I digress, right? So what I love the most about being a wrestling fan is I'm excited and the possibilities of excitement. It's like, like fellas, girls, like, you know, it's like you, you passed, you passed, you already hit, you already hit the home run, right? So you coming back for like thirds, right? In some cases, fourths and fifths and sixths. And you just, but you still get excited for the possibilities. Like, what if I pulled the car over? What if, what if, what if I pulled the car over? Would you let me do you? That's how I feel about wrestling sometimes. It's like, right when I think, oh, it's the same old shit that they keep giving me the same shit. And it's not my spot, your spot, or a dog lane spot. You can have my spot. No, the same spot. No, they surprise you. And Extreme Rules being the matches they have, we're going to talk about that today. Also, top 10 managers of all time. Now. Over the weekend, I hope you got a chance to check on Pop Reviews Wrestling as we did do the top five favorites wrestlers 
managers, I'm sorry, a long time. So I thought, you know, I, I would extend on that because those who've been around with me and know me by now know that I, you got you to you put some stank on it, right? Like, you got to put some stank on it. You can't just tell me this is your list and it's not based on anything. Where's the money? Where's the storyline? Don't sit here and tell me that Hornswoggle is our top five. If he's your favorite, go ahead. If you, if you like Hornswoggle, all right, I'm only going to pick on him, all right? Shout out to little people. Speaking of little people, one of my favorite managers, but it's not on my list. Hot Stuff Eddie Gilbert. But it's not on my list. So we're going to talk top 10 <clears throat> managers of all time. List. I want to hear from you. Shout out to Hit Factor on the Facebook page. Shout out to Wrestling Marks of Excellence. Shout out to all the DMV. Sports group, the BWO, which, you know, y'all know where it came from. You know, leave it right there. Captain Dave always holding me down. The DMV, where else should you be if you're in the DMV? But in that Facebook group. But look at this right here. Who amongst you guys, comment below, let me know what you think of. Just the, just the, you got Bobby. Where's your Bobby rank? It's Paul Bearer, Slick. If they're on your list, I know Paul Heyman's on your list. I know Bobby's on your list. Where? Where does you? Where do you have Paul Bearer? This Doctor of Style Slick, the sensational Sherry. I think she's the greatest woman's manager of all time. So that told y'all she didn't make my list. Where did I put her? That's a bigger question. Want to talk to you? So what's going on out there, folks? See what the chat room is going on. My man, D.C., holding me down. Make sure you go to D.C. Collectibles, designs, and all that fine stuff that has the wine. Belt King's in the house. I like the new background. Figure I'd do something. If I'm by myself, I might as well be myself. You know what I'm saying? Scotty, really? Really? See that bullshit? Vaughn, you see this bullshit? People see, oh, see this bullshit? How about them Cowboys? Man, I never said the season was over, okay? Just them pundits that said that dumb shit said it. There go Vaughn, throwing up the ones. Good evening, Dennis. What's going on, Dennis? My man, Jason Campbell. Brock Lesnar is rumored next month against Daniel Cormier. Oh, God. And, and, and I thought they both were retired. Okay. Okay. Yes, Extreme Rules are set to be good. See? I drink to that. Well, damn, I took an extended shot there, Vaughn. So I knew that once we got off air that last week was podcast week. I didn't know there was such a thing, right? There's, there's a thing for everything today. So everybody today will make a day. You know what I'm saying? I guarantee you there's a national. I bet you put some money. Somebody Google it. Okay. There's a national, what's a John Vaughn when you when you, you shave your body all together? Yeah, you know, manscapers day. Especially it's a manscapers day or whatever they call it for women. I guarantee it. A happy Brazilian thong day. The Brazilian wax day. You know what I'm saying? Like, shit, there's so many damn days. What's going on, my guy? There you go again. 
trusting Triple D. She's just just rude, Dennis. Just rude. Rampage and I might were very forgettable. They were. They were. They were so forgettable when I was watching it. I was forgetting that shit. And I told y'all. I'm sorry, because you know we were saying her name wrong, right? It's not Sharia, it's Sharae. Okay. I guess I'm, you know. I know I'm not the bookmetician, but I know a bunch of bookmeticians that tell me how to pronounce the shit right. All right. I, I fuck up my name quick. I fuck up my own kid's name. So I'm gonna name uh Giannis Anakatupo. That ain't my fault if I didn't say his name right. Sorry. I got an easy last name government. They still put an L in there. Go figure that out. What's going on, Platt? What? What's going on, my man? We coming back this week, y'all. Had the hurricane. So my kids, they switch it up, y'all. They're going to be talking. Shit, there it is. Attack on Titans in their show. I saw top 10 wrestlers. Uh, what did he say? I, I saw a top 10 greatest wrestlers list that had that did not have Rock and Austin on it. Is it their favorites list? If it's their favorites, you can't make fun of it. I mean, that's a lie. You have every right to make fun of anything you want to make fun of. If you think that shit is stupid, that's your opinion. Right? But they're justified because it's their favorites. You can't get mad at their opinion. Right? That's the that's the rule. But it's also the rule when I say, well, with all due respect, you know, your list is ass. But I said with all due respect, so all is forgiven. All right? That's what that is. No corny, no Gary heart no corny as in cornet well you're not putting them on your list i just had them in the picture I, where did they make it did they not make the list thank you you could holler at me and make them better for me i know you got them designs i'll be seeing your backgrounds don't holler at, i'm just trying you know what i'm saying it's cool what's up black walter what's going on what do you put on there i hit up to slick bobby Fuji, Jimmy Hart, Sensational Sherry, Elizabeth is not a manager. We had this talk on the top favorites list on Unpart Review. You can go check that out on YouTube as you're watching right now. I can't consider her a manager. She was a valet. I love Miss Elizabeth more than just as much as anybody. I do. I For decades, I caught my car, my remote control. Where's Miss Elizabeth? She was my first. Well, my first adult crush was Kelly LeBrock. Don't, don't judge me. I know everybody had Vanny and Apollonia, but mine was Kelly LeBrock. If you saw the woman in red, talk to me later, okay? So, but I just can't put Elizabeth there, but that's your list, not mine. It's yours. Virgil, Virgil, are you fucking kidding me? Teddy Long. <laughs> I'm sorry. You my guy, DC. You know I love you, brother. Woo, woo, woo. They call it the greatest. They call it their greatest list. Okay, well, shit. Walter was going <laughs> Let's get to the show and let's talk about the week that was professional wrestling last week. And I, and I, and I want to tell you the truth. Benunks on to myself and what I typically do, right? I went real heavy on AEW last week. I was so impressed with their shit. And then all of a sudden, I got dynamite this past week. And I just wanted some cocaine, booger, sugar, whatever you want to call it. I need to get high to enjoy that show. Yeah, Tony, I said it. I need to get high to enjoy that show. I just did. I just did. Because I get confused by you, Tony, right? The definition of a mark is someone who's a mark who doesn't even know they're really a mark. Shout out to the wrestling marks. That's something where that actually came from. Dr. D, 
nephew Corey. My kicks are my fix and the boys. Okay. Like to give credit where credit is due. Right? But Tony Khan. I want you to fire me. You fucking mark. Because you confuse me. How do you give me such a great card and give me Muda? I'm sorry. I don't care what you say in Danny Garcia. Vaughn, AEW fans, they are the most paint-dryingest-ass people you're trying to push to be superstars I've ever fucking seen. You got Ricky Starks. You got Hobbs. You got, fuck it. Darby Allen, which I get, well, give somebody else a chance. So let's not go to the pillars. Where's Ray Phoenix's push? Where's the guys that actually have, if they don't have the personality, they can translate in other departments. Garcia in that pizza party was, oh my God. If I did not love professional wrestling and sports entertainment, I'd have turned my fucking TV. And Muda, I get it. Whatever his name is. I say his name right. Somebody correct me. I don't care. Okay. Great wrestler. I'm going to say it till I turn blue. And I never wear blue. Yeah, that's a lot. I like blue. But red's my shit. Okay. I'm going to say this. If you could not tell me a story that I can't be with you. There's a reason why the longest television shows of all time are sitting around the stories. I'm not going to call them soap operas no more, yo. I'm going back to what my mama, my grandmama, your mama, your grandmama, your auntie, all called it. They called it the stories, right? So it's great as Garcia and Muda and those guys can wrestle in the ring. Not the great Muda. I'm not talking about him. All right? Damn, making me feel too old. Dynamite and Rampage were okay. The week before was fire, although Triple H, uh, Triple Threat tag team match was original with all. Yes, okay. Listen, just because you can bust one nut, you got you to gotta bust my nut for three hours. You got a three-hour program. WWE gives me a five-hour program. I'm not trying to compare because I don't think there is no comparing. There is no competition in my mind. There's what you like. Okay? And I have room in my, in my likitude. Yeah, I just made that fucking shit up. And my likitude, okay, I'm going to say it again. Hashtag my likitude, okay? I actually enjoy having different alternatives to professional wrestling despite what people think. Just because I prefer one over the other, hell, I prefer skinny chicks over fat chicks. That don't mean I'm not here. Mike Mike Awesome loves them all, whether you're big or small, tall or short. Mike Knox likes them all. Mike Awesome, right? So, hey, do what you're going to do. I have room for Jello. There's always room for more. Bill Murray taught me that. Okay, so don't give me that. I just those dudes have no personality, none at all that I can sit there and watch on a continuous basis and say, okay, what's next? Them tagging with Daniel Bryan as a t- I'm sorry, I love Daniel Bella. I love him. I think he's one of the biggest superstars of all time. He's not doing well, in my opinion, of promoting that company more than just, but he's being what he's always wanted to be, and that's what I respect. See, people, that's where I draw the line. All he ever wanted to do was wrestle. If you ever watch Total Divas or just listen to anything he's ever had to say out of his mouth, he just wants to wrestle. 
There you go, my boy. Wrestle. You're wrestling. You're such a good wrestler. You're the you're one of the best wrestlers. I might actually, I'm not even lying when I say this. I might actually put Daniel Bryan as like a top five, top six in-ring technician. I mean, yeah. Then there's Bret Hart, right? Then there's Vacant, because you, you guys won't let me say his name. So to replace him with his best friend, I go Eddie Guerrero, right? For Mr. Perfect. Owen and, and, and Daniel Bryan is wrestling about five or six there together. Just for me. May not be for you, but it is for me. So Rampage didn't do it for me. Not, not in one bit. Soraya, Soraya, I'm sorry. I want to say Soraya so bad. Like Soraya is of the liver. Soraya, which even sounds worse. Okay. Again, when I think of her, when I think of you. Yeah, we talked about that last week. Paige. Your mama called you Paige. Thank you, mama called you Paige. Soraya, I still don't know what you are. I don't know what you're doing. And I think, I, I, as I said last week, and I, I'm going to say it, because this is how I feel. It's nothing personal to the lady. Like I said before, I think she does a lot of things great. I just don't think she's a great in-ring. You know, I think she's overrated. That's all. I just think she's overrated. So what? But whether she's overrated or not, you know, she, I think she does everything else great. Just not so great in the ring. So just Rampage in general, just, uh like Tony Tony Storm versus Serena Deb, how did it hit MJF with the with the Muda, uh, uh thing? Even in Philly, you know, it was just okay. And anywhere I see MJF, I'm gonna be entertained. Okay, and I was entertained, although I knew Juice Robinson had no chance. That's what you got. I knew he had no chance. I kind of it was a great match. It was a really good match. It was a really really good match. Was that match? And then that's all they had, right? Like somebody said, this should be like, I'm over the acclaim. I've never been a big acclaim guy anyway. And it's more than just the scissor me, bro, which I personally think as a heterosexual male, it's just not for me. I'm not scissoring you, dog. I'm too sweet and I'm too sweet a mofo. You know what I'm saying? I walk back. I even tell a man, which is still weird, right? Still weird. I fuck it. You, you know, fuck it. All day, just give him a crap. I ain't gonna tell nobody that scissor me, bro. That's just too much, right? DMX is still my all the people that been ready for this suck man, right? Yeah, who's gonna come up on DMX, huh? Let me know what are you gonna do. So, you know, I'm not with the acclaim, right? I just don't know. Hook, I, I, just, I just don't. I did like the fact that Matt Hardy. See, I'm going to say something positive. Matt Hardy came out and tried to make private party something respectable. Because I thought private party should have been something respectable from the beginning. And I hated the fact that they went the route they went. But everything else on this on that show, they, 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 they shot their load. They shot their load on the Grand Slam. And that's to me, that's all they had. And AEW did not attract my attention last week. I thought there was nothing they could do. To get my attention last week, it was just nothing that entertained me from those people. When the when I'm looking at SmackDown and I'm thinking, damn, 
I'm looking at Raw and I'm thinking, damn, they continue to build stories. They continue to get me engaged. They continue him, Triple H, who do you trust? I asked that question last week. Man, listen, we're going to take a break. <laughs> All right. We're going to be right back. We're going to talk Raw. We're going to talk SmackDown. We're going to get into this top 10 managers. I'm going to tell you why you rank them as the greatest, not your favorites, why they're the greatest managers of all time, because wrestling still is simple things, people. It's storytelling. It's heat. It's money. I know you don't like that. I know you don't like that. But see that guy right there? All those things are him. See his bloodline? Damn, the bloodline. The bloodline, right? It's just there. It's just there. You know, does does she do that for you? I don't, you know, I don't know. I don't know. But these managers, they bring all that heat, yo. They bring all that fire, that hot shit. So we go right back, come back with this week in wrestling and everything else, y'all. We'll be right back here on Perfect Plex Talk Radio on Pop Reviews Entertainment, that is. And we'll be right back, y'all. And never forget one thing for sure. I'm black, y'all. And I'm black, y'all. And I'm blacker than black. And I'm black, y'all. What's next? Let's on to the Super Diva. Yes. I love it. Quincy Elliott versus um, a jobber. Um, his name is Sean Gallagher, from what I saw. And I just thought it was so funny. If you see the camera pan off You're to right. Sean, he's literally Better. like, what the hell, when Quincy's making his entrance. You told me that. You told funny. me that. It was so funny. You know, I like I like Quincy because, and he even, I said, what did I say? I said. I, I want to put this up real quick. I wanted to block the individual. Um, cause I know that they felt comfortable, but you mentioned this earlier, yes. how it was like a, a tribute to Viscera. Yes. And he-, and he confirmed it. I was like, I knew it. It was giving very much gold dust Viscera. I forgot who said that. Someone on Twitter said that. And I was it like, was Joe. It was Jeffrey. True. It was that Jeffrey. Was- Jeffrey. Jeffrey, you said it. Gold dust Viscera. I'm like, ah, oh, that's literally it. I love it. Give him a, a girl like on the side. Perfect. It's just incredible. Mr. Immortal is the player of the year. Like, and mind you, Ugh. the funny thing about that is like, he's the scumbag of the year. No, he, he, he literally is the player of the year because, like, listen, how do you, and mind you, here's the thing that I don't respect. What I don't respect is just that you're immortal and you have to tell all of these lies. Like, and he's and literally you, creating kids and abandoning them, creating marriages and leaving them, and yep. pretending to die to go yep. be some. He's literally yep. the scumbag. Let's not like, call how him. Do you, a how do you? How do you? How do you jump like out the window because of, you can't? You can't deal with confrontation. Because just like, just, man, on, just like a man, just like a man. Come on, man. How do you? How do you <laughs> jump out the window <laughs> because you can't deal with confrontation? Yeah, Come on now, because you can't talk to women. That's how y'all be. No, never, no, 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 Because you experienced that, don't mean that that's what you No, no, but my... Ladies know what I'm talking no, about. My, my whole thing is this. And it comes back this Wednesday. Make sure you check it out. But Survivor Series, this is the first time since they have purchased NWA that on a WWE television programming, not NXT, not... NXT UK, this is a WWE War Games. Now, I'm going to ask you, I love tradition. I'm a traditionalist. I believe in old-fashioned ways, opening up doors and all that kind of stuff. And 
I'm going to miss. Does this mean we're getting rid of the traditional Survivor Series matches? Or does that mean these are amped up where that Survivor Series matches now a War Games traditional Survivor Series match? I'm here for it. I don't give a damn. I want to watch it. I'm, well, I'm going to watch it regardless. But now. Graphic comes up. Still nothing. Just wisps on the screen. I was like, man, this is some good music. I wonder who this is. I'm assuming it's a lady because this is a women's match. And then Soraya comes out. Soraya. Formerly known as Paige in WWE, looking healthy. And I am so excited. I'm so excited. I love Paige so much. And uh yeah, I was I was shocked. I was shocked. Like I I had heard nothing about this. You know, there was some murmurs about her possibly going. You as long know, as she's healthy, man. Like, as long as she's healthy and she can do it, I'm pretty sure she wanted to get back in the ring for the longest time, wanted to get back in there for WWE, but they wouldn't clear her. And I, I don't fault them for not because, you know, hey, you could sometimes people could be their worst enemy. You want to get in there, but you can. Yo, 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 it's crime time. E-S-T. Soul Man. Soul Rocky Man. Johnson. It's the Honky Tonk Man. N-W-O. Can you smell what The Rock is cooking? UPR and Around the Blocks give to you this week in wrestling history with King Vaughn. All right, everybody. Of course, this is King Vaughn Jr. Um, you know, of course, social media producer for Perfect Flex Talk Radio, host of the Victorious Ones podcast. I'm here for your week in wrestling history. And of course, uh, of course, on October 1st, 2005, TNA, TNA Impact made his debut on Spike TV. Also on also on, the, on that same night, Samoa Joe versus Kenta Kabashi took place. In Ring of Honor, which ended uh, in a draw, of course, in 2007, that same day, John Cena suffered suffered a t- torn pectoral muscle injury, vacated the WWE title after 380 days, his longest the longest reign of his career. On, on October 2nd, Jeff Hardy defeated John Morrison for the IC title on Raw in Topeka, Kansas, in 2006. Um, of course, on October 3rd, 1991, British Bulldog won won the 20-man battle royal in the first ever WWF event in the UK. And of course, this ended up planting seeds for SummerSlam the next year. On October 4th, 1975, Ric Flair survives survives a plane crash that absolutely changed the trajectory of his career moving forward. Um, of course, on that same day in 2004, JBL retained the WWE Championship by defeating the under, by he um, he retained the WWE Championship against the Undertaker at No Mercy. On October 5th, 1997, this was of course in, in St. Louis, Missouri, WWF. As first ever Hell in a Cell match at Bad Blood 1997 with Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels, with Shawn Michaels winning because of Kane's debut. And hours before before the event, Brian Pillman died um, at the age of 35. On October 6, 1999, Gorilla Monsoon passed away at the age of 62. And the birthdays, as far as this week on October 1st, Hector Guerrero turned 68. October 2nd, the late great Yokozuna would have turned 56. On October 3rd, Bullet Bob Armstrong would have turned 83. October October 3rd as well, John Morrison turns 43. October 4th, Lennon McMahon turns 74. Chief J. J. Strongbow would have turned 94. Abyss turns 49. October 5th, Terry Runnels, formerly known as Marlena, turns 56. Alpha Jr. turns 38 on October 6th. Dixie Carter turns 58 on October 6th. Barry Darso, also from uh, from Demolition, turns 63. And the late great Bruno San Martino would have turned 87 on October 6th. So this is your weekend wrestling history. Mike Knox back to you.
Yo, 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 it's crime time. E-S-T. Soul Man, Rocky Johnson. It's the Honky Tonk Man. N-W-O. Can you smell what The Rock is cooking? UPR and Around the Blocks give to you this week in wrestling history with King Vaughn. Well, here I am. <laughs> Listen, man. AEW didn't hit. But what's hitting right now is what we're about to get into. And that's we finally got extreme rules being extreme. Now, I get it. We can cry. We can complain. And the official UPRE wrestling prediction show will be this Thursday with the wrestling doll. This is my own talking about a little bit getting into it. But I like this card. I get that it's not the heavy hitters we're used to or a customer or wanting to see like, I don't have to have, I know a lot of people complain about the part-timers and I'm not saying that, okay, they get away with a lot, right? Where they're going too much. I'm not saying that sometimes they are going way too long. And, and don't, I don't mind the defending. As long as you defend every 30 days, I'm from that elk of a wrestling fan. Defend it every 30 days. Okay, cool. But, How can I see this match? Hey, we want some Bailey and Bianca Belair in a ladder match. In a ladder match. In a ladder match. Yo, listen to me, guys. I'm here. Hello. Come on. Come on. Thank you, Triple H. You know what? That. You get it. You clap differently when you do different shit. So this is that's a domo clap, right? Y'all give him that. Cause that's how you put a card together right there. I'm here for that. Bianca Belair and Bailey in a ladder match. I'm still going Bianca Belair. <laughs> then you give me Drew McIntyre. This is the most intriguing. The most difficult match to actually call, in my opinion. I think it really is. Because why would Drew lose? Should Drew lose? Can Drew lose? And the fans say, okay, not typical WWE shit. I got, I know, Russell, you know. But last time we saw Kelly and Cross on TV. You know, he was like the the lost son from Demolition. But I'm here for that match, this strap match. It's going to be brutal. Okay, W's been getting really extreme lately. Listen, where will in my top 10 managers list will Paulie dangerously rank? Paul Heyman, where will he be? I'm here for that for that strap match. I'm going to say it. I'm going Killian Cross has to win this match to me. Drew's okay. Drew can always bounce back. But Kelly and Cross needs to be proven somewhere. Then we got like, I'm gonna say this, yo, because I think it should be said as far as what we're getting in the ring. Pause, King Vaughn, before you tweet it out, you be getting me in trouble and shit. I love you, Sammy Sosa's. Listen to what I'm saying to you. As far as the level of what I'm getting in the ring of entertainment, I'm gonna call right now. The Brawling Broods and the Imperium, they on some close to, from a fan's perspective, yeah, you already know what I'm building up to, fellas. 
some like Usos New Day type shit. And not on some shit like, oh my God, epic shit. Like just having epic shit inside the ring. Right? Insert Usos and Wyatt family. Because these these six guys are going to rip it up. I think they're going to rip it up because Gunther and Sheamus has already done that. We know what the bruiser weight can already do. I think this is really, really entertaining of a match. Comment below. Let me know. And I'm going with Imperium to win that match. Although, I think Sheamus, because not for the title, Sheamus and the Brolin Bruce will win that match. Okay? Then we got this I quit match. I'm sorry. <laughs> Does anybody think Edge is going to say I quit? Oh, wait. I had a drink while I was waiting, by the way. Yeah, who, who who thinks that? Who thinks this is going to happen? I don't think that's going to happen. So I'm going to edge to win that match. Although I would love to see Finn win that match. Maybe some demon spirits or some shit that happened. Some supernatural shit because wrestling is storyline. I'm still here for the shit. You know, I'm here for that. So I, I hope Finn wins that. So I quit match. Come on, Edge. Oh, fuck it. Give it up. This is just to say, okay, live. You live to fight another day. That's a tweet for you, Vaughn. This extreme rules matches live Morgan living to fight another day. If Ronda Rousey doesn't win this fucking match, it's hypocrisy. It's heresy. It's all the seeds that is bullshit in professional wrestling because Liv Morgan should not be your damn champion. And we got to get ready for the return of the greatest women's wrestler. Of all time, Charlotte Flair to come back. So I can't be this girl here. I mean, she's pretty. Yeah, I did. I gave her props last week when she jumped off the top rope. I was entertained. That was great. Liv Morgan should not be my champion. So it's got to be her. And then what better be, what should be, unless they add a championship match to the card, which they're not. Roman's not fighting an Extreme Rules match. There's nobody for Roman's next match is Crown Jewel. You know, that, that's what you're going to get next. You're going to get Crown Jewel next because you you have to get Crown Jewel next. Just, that's the advertise. I don't want this shit, but it's there. Logan Paul must have some heavy-ass fans over there. That's all I can say. So Roman's not going to fight. Can the Uso fight? It doesn't matter if the Usos do fight somebody or not. The main event in this fire fight pit match I have not seen once as the likes of was that Owen Hart and Ken Shamrock, King Von G, and Seven Twenty on Twitter, Victorious Ones Podcast. Am I right there? Ken Shamrock? I'm here for this match, ladies and gentlemen. I'm excited. Seth Rollins told me himself <laughs> that he's excited for this match. So, yeah. I'm ready for it. So Extreme Rules got me kind of excited. Extreme Rules has not had me hype. I'm be honest with you. It's 
got to be close to a decade. I know somebody will pull out some shit and go, oh, yeah, that was good. But excited for it in about a decade. In about a decade. I'm here for this. Comment below. Let me know what we got going on here. Raquel Gonzalez wants a mid-card women's championship. Yeah, well, I don't know about that. You know, maybe there should be one, though. Maybe there should be one there, Jason. Uh, mute Charlotte Flair sneeze. See that the hate come out at night. The hates come out at night. What we got up here? Uh, let me put that up there. What's this? Charlotte is going for Bianca. I don't care as long as she's back. But I get it. But I said, yes, there it is. Yes, 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 yes. Um, I don't like the booking on that match. Slider should be saying, I quit. Give me another stipulation. I agree. I don't like that either for that. Please live Morgan lose, please. I'm not throwing the New Day and Usos in that tweet. I would hope not. That's that wasn't the tweet. I'm saying from a and being from what we can get inside the square circle. Okay, I knew it wasn't gonna hit, but I had to say it. All right. Mark, are you coming to New York this Friday night? No, I am not. I like, I think it's both both what? Gotta go back and remind me a little bit a little later. Scotty Biggs, what are you laughing at? Gotta be some cowboy bullshit. Okay. And uh, I'm not these two boring me to tears. Yeah, that, that, that's what they do. They bore me to tears too. So I'm excited. I think Triple H has earned, has gotten my respect back. I'm serious. Like, I mean, I never not had the respect for Triple H for what it's worth. I've always respected Triple H. I'm a Triple H mark. He's ranked in my favorite top four. I mean, was it four or was it five? Yeah, I'll do it over. But, you know, what did what, 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 what say? He was four today. He might be five tomorrow, but he's in there. He's in my top five. Shit, might be six now. I've been drinking. So, but this top wrestlers list, this top wrestlers managers list. Listen, DC. Now, everybody else who wants to say Elizabeth. We went through that on the show. People, they said it. It's their favorites. But I ripped it. Like fresh snacks out the shower. I just took it apart. Okay? Because Elizabeth was a, was a valet. Managers get involved. Managers are mouthpieces for people who can't talk. They're a lot more than what the lovely, the great, the Hall of Famer, the sensational, no pun intended, Miss Elizabeth was. She was not a manager. Sable was not a manager. Ivory was a manager. China was a manager. Will she rank in my top 10? That is the question. So let's go ahead and get it started. Do I got any, any mood music? Just curious. Do I got any music? Because, you know, tonight we're not going to stand for no. Let's go ahead and get it started. Fuck it. Let's get it started. We got that. We got that. We're going to run some little out of First of all, I'm gonna get my honorable mention out the way now. You guys leave me alone. Get out the way right now. Honorable mention. Stephanie McMahon Townsend. Manager. The interference matches. The calls outcomes. The chief manager. Just have to have. 
Vicky Guerrero status. Now, just to throw something out there, she was in my top favorite, top five favorites list. So does it make my top 10 for the business? You can't hear that. We're going to play that over. Sorry, Vicky. You deserve better than that. There we go. This is Vicky Guerrero, and you're listening to the Soul and Sports with Mike Knox and the crew. Ole! So, Vicky Guerrero doesn't make my top 10 man's all. Honorable mentions? You can put them there, but besides the Hall of the Famers, Legion of Doom, the Road Warriors, who did Paul Ellering really manage? He cannot make my top 10. He cannot. Classy Freddie Blassie. Cannot make my top 10. The Doctor of Styles Slick makes my top 10. I said it. The Doctor of Styles Slick makes my top 10. You see that? Also, tying, and I'm going to tell you why they make it, tying at my top 10, because I like to cheat. It's my show. Don't like it. Listen anyway. Number 10, the million-dollar man, Ted Diviasi. You got to have lists that make sense, people. You got to have lists that make sense. Ted DiBiase, the Million Dollar Man, Psycho Sid, Tatanka, Andre the Giant, Lex Luger, The Undertaker. He is responsible for The Undertaker. Managed champions. Were they champions then? No. But his impact, him selling the business, him being involved, him being with a manager and what you all should think a manager. Someone who is, is the, is the, someone who, although the star may not need them, doesn't overshadow the star, but still has their own shine on them. Those are the managers that make this list. For, for some guys, they, they needed this manager to be there for them. But for the same kind of guy, they may have had someone like a Ric Flair, who was it's still Ric Flair. He doesn't need a manager. But that said manager... Still add it to that character. People follow me while my top lists are the best. I'm better than, better than, better than you. All right. The Doctor of Style Slick. Why would he not make this list? Slick. Let me just read some shit. Let me get my glasses on. Because you motherfuckers think I'm, I'm fucked with some shit here. Okay. The first major black manager in professional wrestling. The Jive Soul Brother, what they wrote here, I can't believe that shit. He led the big boss man, the battle versus HH. The powers of the warlord, the striker, the one-man gang who turns into Hakeem. Champions, intercontinental champions, tag team champions. The Doctor of Styles, Slick, did. Being another man, 10. Slick, 10. 
There they go. Man of a man. Dr. Style Slick. Now this one, oh, King Vaughn, y'all about to be mad at me. And I don't care. Because lists have to be separated. What do lists have to be separated by, people? Episode, the season premiere, episode three, five, three stacks and 25. Episode three stacks and 25. I'll say it one more time. Episode three stacks and 25. People, come on, man. <laughs> come on, yo. This list is just, you have to understand what wrestling is. Take your fandom out of your list and put what is best in professional wrestling and what they did and just be real with it. And at number nine is Paul Bearer. I got some people above him, especially at number eight, who you, I'm going to tell you why. Paul Bearer managed The Undertaker. Paul Bearer managed Kane. Paul Bearer managed Mankind. But that's all he ever did. As great as The Undertaker is. As great as Kane was. Kane became a bigger person without Paul Bearer. The Undertaker is more synonymous with Paul Bearer. Mankind's forgotten about with Paul Bear. That's all I got right there. At number eight, the reason why you make a list, the reason why, yes, he made my top five favorites, but he hasn't cracked the top five in like overall impact on professional wrestling and merchandise, but for this company, for this company, he is the best manager this company's ever had. And that is my man, Bill fucking Alfonso. Sabu. RVD. Taz. This man has wrestled, I mean, has managed every major champion in ECW. That guy right there. That guy right there, Bill Alfonso, number eight. Number seven on this list, the great Mr. Fuji. Great late in his career. Even when who I have above him was his partner, he got overshadowed. That's why he, who was his partner later, is above him. What he did with the likes of Yokozuna and the head shrinkers and the, and the teams that he had, Mr. Fuji, an all-time great, comes in at number seven. At number six, J.J. Dillon, the manager. I said certain guys, if y'all know the time I put up a picture of NWA, look at that beautiful belt right there. It's only a little bit of it, but look at that beautiful belt. That's about the only, if you go to number seven, you go to number seven, who was tied for seven. I'll get back to that in a second. I messed up. I apologize. You go to number eight. You go to number nine. They're all red. But look at that red and gray. Look at that belt right there. That silver and that red, the television title. To me, the greatest looking belt of all time. Number six, James J. Dillon. Didn't matter that Flair didn't need him. 
friend of the program. Tully Blanchard didn't need him. Lex didn't need him. Arn really didn't need him. But him being there added to their greatness. And I'm sorry I didn't mess that up because the way it looked on my eyes here. I'm still blind. Number seven, tied with number seven with Mr. Fuji. Same era, the golden era of professional wrestling. Captain Lou Albano. Holla at me. Captain Lou, WrestleMania 1. Cindy Lauper. The list. Movies. The list goes on and on and on. Rest in peace, Captain Lou. Mr. Fuji. I recap right now. Recap. At number 10, Dr. O'Style Slick. The Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase. Paul Barra. The unicorn of this list, Bill Alfonso. Number seven, tied at number seven, Captain Lou Albano. Mr. Fuji. Number six, James J. Dillon. And here's where it gets controversial and get factual, people, because you have to learn how to be a professional wrestling fan. You know who made the biggest fucking impacts. Like, here. Oh, it's got that brown. You know who makes the biggest impacts. Do I drop it? Do I drop it? Fuck it. Number five. Sensational Sherry Martell. Also, I apologize. Honorable mention not the woman. Honorable mentions the woman. She was so bad, they didn't even give her a name. It was just woman. But at number five, Sensational Sherry. Shawn Michaels, Harlem Heat, Macho Man, who wasn't a champion. More than just that. In the room. Out the fearing, causing because of the antagonist and the protagonist was sensational Sherry. Let's look at some of your comments. The perfect picture for Sherry with HBK. Appreciate that. Super Mario Brothers TV show for the captain, Captain Lou Albano. The Wild Simones definitely boosted Captain Lou Albano's place, if you say so. I think it's more than just that. I'm a little older than you. Uh, he managed the Wild Samoans. Yes, he did. Lou Albano, the voice of Mario. Yes, he was. He's the manager. We just put that up there. You put it up there twice. <laughs> Ted was another one. Fear we're sealed. WCW, the outsiders. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Ted, Ted, yeah, Ted. Back to this list. At number four. I wish and I wanted to put him at number three. I wanted to. I think he deserves to be at number three if I'm picking my favorite guys. If I'm picking my favorite guys, I'm going number three for him. But I got to stop being a fan. So at number four, James E. Cornette. I dare you to tell me why he shouldn't be at number four. I dare you tell me anybody who I put five, six, seven, seven, eight, nine. Yeah, I said nine, 10, 
and 10 above James E. Cornette and what he did in this business. The microphone, the end ring. This man fell off a scaffold, the Midnight Express versus the Rock and Roll Express, one of the greatest rivalries in professional wrestling history. Do your math, people. The Midnight Express versus the Rock and Roll Express, one of the greatest rivalries in professional wrestling history. I loved it. I loved it all the way. Number three, where I wanted to put it number four, but I had to be real. See, people? Separating the fandom. Jimmy, the mouth of the South heart. And yes, I could have put him with anybody else. But why not put him with the freaking killer bees when it shocked everybody when they turned heel? Because no one thought jumping Jill Bronzale and all them cats was going to turn heel. And they did that with Jim Cornette, the Hart Foundation. Where would Bret Hart be without Jimmy Hart? Where? Have the insights to do it. That's all because of Jimmy Hart. No, I'm just joking, Bret. I love you. I love you. Y'all know how much I love Bret Hart. Number two. Y'all sure already know who's number two and number one. Right, Vaughn? Y'all know who's number two and number one. Paul E. Dangerously. Paul Heyman. I think he was such a better manager in his Paul E. Dangerously days. I do. I just love the Jerry Carcanian character that gave us ECW. Because that was still Jerry Carcanian from The Last Dragon. That's who that guy is. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. But it, it grew. And like wrestling should do for everyone, it should it should move on. And Paul Heyman did that. With the, the I'm I I don't think Brock Lesnar as great as he would be. I'm not gonna say he wouldn't be where he is, but Paul gave him what we would call in my hood the street cred. Paul, that's a tweet, Vaughn. Paul Heyman gave Brock Lesnar the street cred for wrestling fans to love him because every wrestling fan loved Paul Heyman. At least the majority had. Can't say everybody. That's not true. But he gave Brock Lesnar that street cred to say, wow, who is this motherfucker? And then arguably, to me, the greatest of all time. It's not even arguably. Some things you can debate. May he rest in peace. Bobby the Brain Heenan. I mentioned earlier for a reason, for a purpose. Some wrestlers don't need to be, to have a superstar, to have a manager. They don't need it. Rick Rude did not need Bobby the Brain Heenan. But it helped him. Rick Rude did not need Bobby the Brain Heenan to talk on a microphone for him. But it helped them be more annoying. Rick Flair didn't need it. Andre, you say because he's the ninth, eighth wonder of the world, he didn't need Bobby. I think he did need Bobby for the time I watched Andre. I think he helped 
everything that was HH's career as the real antagonist. Who was HH's number one dance partner? You can say it was Macho Man all you want to. I'm going to say it's Bobby the Brain Heenan. Because they kept being wrestler after wrestler after wrestler that that man, Bobby the Brain Heenan, kept bringing to HH. You know what I'm talking about when I say HH. Don't act like y'all know who he is. He's vacant. There he is. There he was. Apologize, Hogan. And we'll give you a picture back on the screen. It's that simple. Apologize right now, Hogan. Apologize. Uh, I'm not holding my breath. So that's my top 10 managers list of all time. Bobby won. We riot. I just saw it. Of course he's won. Come on. You got the jacket. I want the jacket. It was the perfect picture. Listen, guys, tonight, the go-home show, the go-home week, I gave Triple H credit. He brought back Johnny Gargano's wife. So now the family's back in the business. You know, right? girls need to keep the boys busy on the road. So that's all, that helps them. That makes them happier. Okay? I love the weekend wrestling before us right now. I absolutely love it. Listen, guys, I thank you. I couldn't be here. Episode three stacks and 25 without you. The Victorious One podcast. Make sure y'all download it. YouTube it. It's all right there. YouTube. Listen live. Listen iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast. We ain't new to this, but we really true to this. Listen, do me a favor. Do not look like Tony Khan. <laughs> and wake up in the morning and say to yourself, I love this of me and don't love God. We out here, y'all. Fingers. Some viewers may find the following video disturbing. Viewer discretion is advised. Yeah. Perfect Plex Radio. We about to go live on them. Mike Knox. That's with three X's because he's hardcore. Are y'all ready? We about to give y'all something special. You ready? Ready? Let's go! At the money, now you're all what you getting in. Perfect Flex Radio, got them listening. Mike Knox, from Cena to The Rock, or whatever wrestler is hot. News and interviews, it's a one-stop shop. Matter of fact, let me give you more choices. You can call in and be the voice with the voiceless. So what you waiting on? Let's get it cracking. Let's talk wrestling, that's enough rapping. <laughs> Perfect Plex Radio, simply, we about It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.